Just and I will this. follow. Sync it up. Sound speed? Sound speed. Sound speed. <laughs> and no one says marker. I thought people would actually say marker. I learned that from Monsters Inc. Oh, Remember in Monsters Inc. the um the like background the no the 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 role at the end. Oh, vaguely. do you remember where that, it, they all they messed up? The bloopers, the, the outtakes. End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The outtakes, yeah. bloopers. Yeah, bloopers. And they do that with like Toy Story and stuff. Do it's they do it with Toy Story? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I only remember little, the Monsters uh, Inc. one. It's a clever little thing. Do you think they were bloopers in the studio and then they animated the bloopers, or do you think they were just like, hey, we've written some bloopers in the studio? Yeah, because they they weren't motion cap. Yeah. They were. Monsters, Inc. was motion cap. No, no, not motion cap. As in the studio, as in... <laughs> we're editing this and we did this yeah. weird. No. <laughs> like, I no, don't think in, they uh, did. Not the, you know, the, the voiceover booth. Oh, like, I know, see what you're that's saying. That's what I meant by studio. Not, not motion picture. But um, I, don't, I don't think so. I feel like they literally just... Were like, hey, here's some bloopers. Here's a funny bloopers thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, this is part of the, right. the acting thing. Yeah. It's like, here's some bloopers. And we've already um, we've already gone. We've off the already path. gone off. The <laughs> <laughs> this is so you're literally my first guest ever. I'm very honored. Ever Thank you for having me. This is my tenth episode. This wow. is yeah. This is not century. What is that called? Decade mark. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's decade. My, it's my decade mark on right? the podcast. It's the ten year mark on anything <laughs> and everything with Jordan Buhat, also featuring George Sear. You know, Happy I was. To be here. <laughs> so I just. <laughs> I just got really awkward because I was, I've never had anyone. I'm yeah. nervous. I'm like, what? Oh, don't be nervous. Because, so I was listening to this, this 12 year old do his yeah. podcast yesterday. Right. And I just wanted to hear someone else's like perspective, like a different age. Mm. And he was super like awkward because he was a child. Right. Of course. Yeah. I mean, he's 12. He hasn't, he hasn't got it all figured out yet. And he doesn't have it all figured out yet. And... And he was just like, I just, it reminded me of all of the awkwardness. Mm. But all, that awkwardness is part of sort of everything that you do, isn't it? It's, 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 it's part of what know. I do. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're super awkward. No, it, but I mean, it's like in general, like, if, like so many things are awkward and no one wants them to be awkward, but right. they just are. But they just are. Yeah. And it was, it was cool. I guess because you hear on podcast people are, who are like a little bit more mature, a more bit more refined. A bit more polished. More polished. Yeah. I mean, I like the, my, the, probably the podcast that I listen to most is Russell Brand's podcast. And that's <sighs> someone who's like, yeah, he knows what he's doing and he sounds coherent and right. like he's very articulate. But it's very authentic at the same time. Right. And you can tell that he'll just go wherever he's sort of, you know. And I like that. I think that's like kind of like a good, you know. He Cause it's is all, it's so, a spiritual yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast anyway, Oh, yeah. So it can go anywhere. Did you, you know? hear his one on the Joker? Yeah, I, I, I did. I watched that, that clip where he was talking you about. You watched that it's clip? Fun, it's interesting because I basically had the same thoughts on that. Right. In terms of like, uh, the reason why I think it was becoming a bit of a controversial movie is because right. it was hitting a nerve with some people in society because it was kind of saying look here's something that if you're not going to take care of the vulnerable then yes they there will be a breaking point for them and that you know right you know yeah, yeah i mean yeah, it was yeah. kind of a commentary on that i think yeah I mean, that was my point of view on it anyways one thing you have this hair that i keep staring at because it keeps really going in and, <laughs> in and out of focus of my bookshelf and your face does it really it's like when the <laughs> camera's trying to focus and it's like uh, uh, oh your camera can't pick it up no i can't pick oh, it up it's, it's, i'm it's picking your it up. own lens it's my own lens okay. that keeps on like hold i should have brought, no, 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 brought a hat for you on your face turn was, towards me on, okay you got it it I was literally it. hanging from here it's probably still it's probably still attached it's probably just been like smoothed out of the way. Uh, I thought it was just like a big long hair. And yeah. I, I had, since you talked, started talking about Russell Brand, I looked away for a moment. I don't know if you <laughs> noticed. And I was like, I didn't. I'm focusing on that hair. Together. Yeah, I did. You did. You kept it together. <laughs> okay. Well, here. Here's why I thought it would be really good to have you here in my house, also on the podcast. Anything mm. and everything podcast. It, your house has come a long way since the IKEA chair. I had. Yeah, right, because I only had two IKEA chairs, which we were <laughs> sitting in, in which we're sitting yeah, in, we by are. the way. Yeah. Um and one table and a TV. My priorities were set. Yeah, they were. I wasn't dating anyone when we were speaking. But then you got the best sofa in the world. Then I, I still the think sofa. it's the best couch I that I've ever I slept on that for a full week when my I don't blame was you. Here. Don't blame you, mate. As Fair long play. as I had my pillow, I yeah. was good to go. I, bet I could you even without comfy on my bed. Yeah. <laughs> It is, <laughs> but it's dangerous, comfy. Because I talk yeah. to Lucy on Facetime on mm. it all the time, and she'll see me just. You're living life on the going. edge. 
It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's a dangerous place. <laughs> Why I have you here is yeah. because I only have one story of how I started acting. Right? That's I went to an acting competition and then I found a manager there. And then I went back to Edmonton, was still in university, and then we finally got things going, and I left from there. Yeah. But I just have, and a lot of people ask me this, especially on Instagram. I do questions and all this kind of stuff, and they ask me, how the heck do you start? And I wanted to ask how it is like you started. And it's not like, oh, you know, I had my first job here. It's like, mm. how did you go from not at being in the industry at all to like what happened to you getting your first job? I don't know if you had an, an, an agent before that, if you had managers before that first job. Like some people don't even have agents. Mm. And I can't just go around telling people, hey, go to the competitions everywhere. Because that's not, I don't believe it's like the usual way of doing things. Yeah. I did a very American Idol style right. of finding yeah. my Well, situation. and that's the thing. Everybody, everybody has kind of a unique way of getting into mm -hmm. it. And there is more common avenues that people can go down. Um, but for me, yeah, for my way of getting into it was also quite unique, but it kind of happened in two parts, I guess. Right. But I've been in the industry or, well, I had my first job 11 years ago. So I'm oh. 21 now and I was 10 at the time. Nice. Yeah. And it was a great job. And I was such fond memories. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> my dad said something to me about it actually the other day. He said, uh, he was like, oh, I watched, um, I watched a bit of you, you on The Bill. It was, that was the show. Was the doing. Bill. Yeah, it's this cop drama. It's a UK show? Yeah, it's a UK show that was running, funnily enough, talking of Russell Brand, he was on it back in the day. Hey, um, there we go. A lot of people have kind of gone through, gone through The Bill and been on it and like done on the odd episode here or there. Kept a lot of actors in work in London because it was like a long running soap, right. you know. And it got cancelled maybe two years after I was on it, which was like pretty out of the blue apparently, but it had been on for so long. Anyways, uh, my dad was watching it and he was like, oh, I think that's some of your best acting. <laughs> I was like, well, thanks, Dad. I've only been trying to get better for 11 years. <laughs> when you were 10? Yeah. It's because it was when you were most raw and well, you weren't affected that kind by... That is a thing, though. Yeah, I absolutely. think I think I just went with my instincts yeah. back then. Um, whereas when you, when you stop being a child actor and you actually have to make choices and look at characters through different psyches and stuff is kind of when you have to put more of the groundwork in and, you right. know... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's when I, I was a kid, you don't. I didn't think about any of that stuff. You just did what I was just on did the page it. Yeah. and felt what, whatever was natural. And Literally, it. yeah. It was just that. So, But how I got that job, which was kind of my way into right. the industry. Um, so my mom, she's like a baker. She's, she's right. Been, yeah, she's been like baking cakes. Well, she's not just a baker, but she started off making cakes. Yeah. And I was two. And she made me a birthday cake and it was great. And everyone was like, wow, you've kind of got a bit of talent for that. So she got into that in that profession. And she just, she's just got a show. Not, I'm not plugging her show here. No, plug away. She just got a show. Nice. On ITV. Yes. I think it's coming out like next month, actually. It's which on IGTV? Very, a series? Uh, ITV. <sighs> ITV, which is like a uh, channel. like It's like the BBC or something. Oh, you it's know. ITV. Yeah, I thought ITV. it was IGTV. I thought she was having a series on Instagram. Oh, no, no, well. no. It's like it's on a, it's on like a, yeah, it's on like a, a TV show. channel. Like, like what do you call that here? A network? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, you know, or a cable. Yeah. Know, whatever cable the network. equivalent is. Um. Yeah, so she's doing that now. So I'm very, very proud of her. Sorry, that's that little red thing is like <laughs> looks like the doctor's office. Is it office. giving, is it giving um, you anxiety? <laughs> no, it's the not. No. It's kind of it's kind of therapeutic. It's got okay. its own rhythm. Um, Keep looking at it. But yeah, <laughs> she she uh, so she was into baking and food and whatnot, and she opened up a store in Essex where I grew up, um, a bakery, mm -hmm. if you like, a bakery uh, store. of sorts, and um, this drama school this local drama school came to her and said hey we're looking for like i think it was like an anniversary cake fifth anniversary oh, cake. Okay. can yeah, you make yeah. it for us and in return we'll give one of your because i lived in a small town kind of everyone knew each other we'll give one of your kids acting lessons so i have two younger sisters but wow. i'm the eldest and i've kind of been more inclined in performing i guess than out of the three of us you know since you when just, i was young yeah. i loved it i used to like i mean there was like there were signs from the beginning. Oh my <laughs> God. I mean, I would like stand in front of, um, what's that? Sorry. That's okay. Your foot there. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's that film? I should really know this. Yeah, of course I should. Mary Poppins. Yes. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. That, that classic. You are British. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would stand in front of that and try and copy Dick Van Dyke's character all the time. Um, when I was like, before really you were young. 10 years old. Like oh, when I was like three, four. Really? And I would have to have the exact outfit. I'd have, well, I'd have to have the exact, 
um, drum on my back, like the, oh the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, okay, the symbols, like I'd have to do, and I would try and like, like there's home videos of me just like intensely watching him, scrutinizing the dance, trying to get it down, but at the same time I was butt naked, so it was Absolutely. like, so I had like the full, I had all the instruments, but like the costume didn't matter to me then for some reason. Didn't need that. You just needed all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, so I think they thought right, he's probably going to be more into acting than than our other know, children. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, uh, my mum put me forward for it, and I did this summer course. And I wasn't naked this time round. Um, I would hope and not. <laughs> and it was a week. Wait, you were how old? I was ten. You yeah, were ten I by that 10. point. Okay. Yeah, I was nine or ten. Yeah, and I went, and I loved it. It was great. It was like I I really enjoyed um, the improv and um, doing these scenes, and I really liked dancing. I really loved that. The singing didn't really come to me as naturally. It was yeah. like you had to do three things. But, um, you know, yeah, and um, I've grown to try and like singing a little bit more now. But um, But you're also like a musician. Yeah, I love music. So, you know, that that came a lot later on, though. Like at the time, I I was really nervous about, still am kind of nervous about singing. But um, uh, but yeah, so I, I loved it. And this director from The Bill came in and he uh, he was like scouting. He wasn't scouting. He was friends with the woman who ran it. Mm-hmm. And he said, he, he kind of watched us do a class and he picked five of the kids out of the class and just kind of had a little, little, uh, like a little chat with us, just a little mentoring chat, like about the, about acting or about, you know, right. Cause he'd been in the industry for ages. He was such a nice guy. Paul was his name. He was a showrunner, I think was his name. Or the name. casting director? Uh, he was a director. Okay. So, but he, he was directing episodes of the bill and, you know, things here and there and, um, I, I I kind of wanted to get back in touch with him. Anyway, going off of my thoughts, right. but um, put that down. Contact Paul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, he had a chat with about five of us, and you know he picked me out as well. And sooner or later, he called me in for an audition. And my mum said, "Right, you've got an audition for the bill." And my mum knew what the bill was. Like everyone in England knows what the bill is. Right. It's kind of like a notorious little show, you know. Um, and um. And uh, she said, if I'm going to take you all the way up to London, because we lived in Leeds in Essex, um, you have to learn it. You have to learn this script. You've got to like, you got to go for it. I'm not going to take you all the way up and not, not have you, you know, properly do it. What, did she think that you weren't going to do that? Well, I think she, she was just, just I think she was just like, look, if you want to, if you want to go and audition, you have to do it properly. Take it seriously. Yeah, because this is a serious thing. Not yeah, just a I, summer camp like, thing. I mean, it was a two-hour journey, you know, right. for us. So, it, you know, I'm not. I don't want to show up, and you don't really know, you know. Yeah. So I was like, oh, fair enough. So she printed up, but that my mum, obviously, because she wasn't in the industry, didn't realize that that just meant one or two scenes for an audition. She thought it was the whole episode. Oh so my she gosh. printed off the 60 page episode. I a, went, they gave you the whole episode. Cool. Yeah, which was cool. You don't still don't get that now all the time. But yeah. There I was in my room at 10 highlighting it all <laughs> and uh, and uh, m- memorizing it. And I've still got a really vivid memory of being sat on the carpet of my bedroom flicking through it reading it and 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 being able to like imagine how it's going to look on screen wow which i think was just like that's a skill got me going it yeah. got me like it made i think it, it it made me just connect to i connected to it and i wasn't i wasn't the best in school and i wasn't like i was i would i knew i was more artistic you know i liked doing the arts but so this was kind of like it was nice to find something i liked right so um i learned the whole episode and then i went up to the audition I don't know if Paul would remember this, to be honest, but I went in and I, I remember the building, like it was this company called Talkback Thames who was filming for filming for it. It was, you know, it's kind of intimidating as a 10 year old going there. Yeah. It's intimidating for um, me now thinking of that and going yeah, to any audition. Yeah, exactly. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my mum was with me and we sat in the waiting room and I got called in and um, he was like, okay, you ready? You ready to do the scenes then? And I went, yeah, where are we starting? And whacked you out the bring, whole episode. You brought the whole... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and and we went through we went through it so thoroughly because we because this character had a two two episode story arc okay right? yeah, yeah so yeah. we took all of it, the scenes in this one and we sort of workshopped them in the room and and um, we did a lot of them there and then and and then he called me back t- two more times so I had three auditions for this role and I remember in the last one he was having me do the lines and walking around the room and eating from a bag of crisps and like just random things yeah. and i think he probably thought oh here we have like a kid who has learned most of the lines already that's probably hard enough to get in a 10 year old child 
who's you're going to employ us. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. So I think that was probably that probably really helped me out. Um, well, usually people don't expect you to memorize the whole yeah, episode yeah. when you're only given two scenes. So what? He right. was just like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do the whole. Much. I think whole he was quite impressed, probably. Wow. Um, that you know, and that that there in itself is like a little lesson, isn't it? Like you know, you put the work in, and like what which I did that doing that probably gave me the upper hand over yeah. some of the other kids. So I didn't know that at the time, and that's looking back, it's quite funny that I knew the whole episode. But um, I got the part, did it, and uh, I realised. I just loved it. I did the only thing I didn't love about it was the like five AM starts because I've always been a bit of a night owl. You are, a as night you owl. know. Um, Went to bed at one AM. Yeah, <laughs> I was up at five AM. <laughs> That's this true. That's just that just sums us up, didn't it? And you did that all without managers or agents. I mean, the stage school I was at was acting as an agent. She was an agent, yeah. So she was. That was technically my first agent. Because you went to the school. But it happened organically, yeah. And then she put did me you up for something. Literally, did she? Okay, wait. So she. At the time, I wasn't like, I've got an agent. I didn't even think about it. No, yeah. But looking back, yeah, she was my first agent, yeah. Okay, mm. so she was really just acting as the agent, acting as yeah, the agent. Yeah, I mean, kind she had thing. an agency and a stage school. Mm-hmm. And if you went to her stage school, which I did, you kind of um, were part of the agency by default, really, I guess. Right. Oh, that's really cool because yeah. they're training young kids. Mm-hmm. And then because they're in the system, yeah. they get to see who sticks around and yeah. they're training them. And then they are also an agency. So they think, ah, okay, yeah. we can see where this can go. And then we're also the agency. So we'll push them out. But it Definitely. wasn't going to the school being like, I now have an agent because I signed at the school. No, yeah, it wasn't it like was that. almost like, I'm just here. I'm having fun at these classes. And you're having fun. And oh, this director asked me to come in for something. It's cool. weird. Oh, that's so cool. So yeah. I wonder if your mom knew like, okay, this is, I'm also signing him up for an agency because he likes this. At first, it was just that summer course where I first just met Paul, course. and then it was, "Do you want to go to this once?" I think it was every Saturday. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah," and I did that. I don't didn't do it for too long. It was probably less than two years in total, and uh, and then I left. But in that meantime, mm-hmm. you know, you know, after doing that that show, um, did you stay with her or did you I get did. a new? I stayed with her for did. a little bit until I was thirteen. Um, after doing that, I went on to do this play called Waiting for Godot. Oh, of course. You would know it. I would know of that. Course Going you to would. very classical yeah. university. Do you say it like Americans or English? Godot. You say it like Americans. <laughs> what, do you, what do you say? Godot. Godot. Yeah, Godot. Waiting you for got Godot. it? You Godot? Yeah. Uh, so I did that. Godot. I did that. She, she got me that audition too. That is such and an abstract again, thing to do as a child. I can remember being sat in my year six class. Year six is, I was what? I was the same age, 10 years old. Yeah. Because the bill hadn't come out yet. So, but I'd done, filmed the bill. And I remember being sat with my lines, my theatre. It was a theatre audition. Of course. And I'd highlighted them all, and I was sat there. I was going through them, and they were just like, the, it was like, you know, you, you have you read it? Wait, God, it was like, one you know, time, the yeah. boy who comes on at the end of Act 1 and then the end of, and he's, is he symboling the, an angel? Is he because of God? Oh, is God, right. you know. I didn't think about any of that stuff at the time either. But um, so I was there, and I remember reading my lines. I remember the kid next to me. Won't name any names, but I remember him like laughing and being like, he's being, making, he was, he was like, making kind of fun. He was like, <laughs> like, like lame. Yeah. Like, and I remember being like, what, what? I'm getting a bit defensive and then just cracking on with it. But I can remember that that sticks in my mind. And, but now I'm like, well, yeah, you, that I guess I, I'm, I'm glad that none of that affected the fact I liked it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I loved it. So, so mm. again, my parents took me up to London, uh, auditioned for this. That was five auditions. Um, and the yeah. final audition was a chemistry. It was kind of like a chemistry read. I don't know what the... I haven't done theatre in so long, so I don't know what you call that in the, in the theatre world, a chemistry read. Right. I've been... When I've a done reading? That, it's basically... I don't, I don't know if they call it something specific. It's just another round of auditions, but it could right. be chemistry read. That's basically what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I met Ian and Patrick and... Um, and, uh, yeah. and I, That's... I, Ian McClellan and Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah, for anyone yeah. who's listening, just casually throwing those <laughs> names out there. Well, cause um, I, I, I mean, because I knew them for like, you know, however long we did the run. So they're just right. Ian and I met them when I was like 10 or 11. So right, but you Ian. met them going, is this, you said you met them when you went to the audition. Yeah. You didn't know them yet after going through all these, the five rounds of auditions. No, I didn't. I met them right at the end, yeah. And uh, read with them, I got picked of one of four boys. And this, yeah, we, we did the, I, I mean, I probably did it for, we, we had a bit of a hiatus and stuff, but I'm guessing it was about a year and a half from start to finish, this wow. play. Well, we, we also, Ian and Patrick, they, they did the first run and then 
a couple of other actors came in. One of them called Ronald Pickup, who... Uh, I think I heard about this play. Yeah. I literally heard about this did play. Did you? Did they do it anywhere else? Or yeah. Did they, they it did went to Australia. Mm-hmm. And it, I said that with a little bit of a twang, didn't I? I uh, uh, you pointed it out, but <laughs> I might have heard it just a little bit. <laughs> and then... Um, and then uh, I swear they, did they went to Broadway. Yeah, I thought so. And yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They did. It was so epic that these two would do that show together. Yeah, because they're uh, well now in hindsight, I'm like, wow, well, yeah, because they're like they're uh, what a fucking duo. Oh, sorry, I don't know if what, what yeah, we're I think it'll be just fine. okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a duo, but um, at the time, you know, like I said, when you're a kid, you just don't think about these no. things. And but Ian was lovely. Uh, Ian and Patrick were both great. But Ian was great. He gave me this huge book of the complete works of Shakespeare. Absolutely. Drew a little, he put a little message in it. I still have it. It's in London though. And um, he drew a little Gandalf thing for me at the end to say like, bye and stuff. And him as Gandalf. He was so, he was so sweet. He was so, he was so like, um, again, like just a nice sort of, I guess I wouldn't say, I don't know if mentor is the right word, but. Well, he, I would say mentor because he kind of gave you like, you know, mm. like a little he did, bit of yeah. heads up. Yeah, he gave me a heads up. And yeah. he, I think he wrote in the book his plenty of good parts for you to play right. or something. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. I mean, in that giant book as well. Yeah. There are obviously a whole bunch. Yeah. He's great. Which but is so cool. He gave you complete works. Yeah. Yeah. So. From, you have that book still? I still have that. Yeah. Is it here? And I, did you uh, bring it's it with in London, but I didn't bring it with, I might bring it over next time, but. You know, when I ended up doing a show that was about Shakespeare, um, I ended up... Will. Yeah, Will. I ended up reading a lot of it. Right. And, you know, which all those years later, like eight <laughs> years later. But uh, that was how I got my start. And that um, that was a great experience. But after that, because it was a year and a half of theatre, I was kind of like, oh, I think I'm okay on acting. I never thought... You you were as in you I never weren't th- feeling I, I it wasn't anymore. Yeah, I guess so. You know, it's swing. I was still a kid, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. And I, I honestly wasn't like that fixated on acting at the time. I didn't think it was going to be my career right. at that age. I just thought it was something that was happening. To when me at the did time. you think that? Well, when did you think? Hey, I would like to pursue what? this as a full time thing. Mm. I'm going to go for it. About fifteen. I was going on sixteen. Why? Why did you think that? So what happened was um, I hadn't acted in ages, right. years. You took a break from yeah. the, from theater up until that point? Theater I did. I did a couple commercials after then. Okay. And I would go on the odd audition, but I wasn't passionate about it. And uh, it, it just, that shows through your work. It does, if you're not, you know, of course. So I just did school and I got on with things and I had some other hobbies. You know, I was dancing. I, I thought I might be a professional dancer at some point. Right, you are a real, yeah, break yeah. dancer. And I was competing. And I was yeah. having a time in my life. And um, and then I was a magician for a little bit. And what? these those two things kind of coincided. Yeah, so when Dancing I, and being a magician coincided? Cards went everywhere. What? Uh, that's what someone <laughs> said to me yesterday, which I found quite funny. Um, but... <laughs> so you would yeah. dance and do yeah, magic it wasn't at the same, same time. It wasn't like oh, okay. it, I, I mean that would be cool. They just co- they just happened at the same time. Yeah. Okay. They I just had those hobbies magic. coexisted. Got it. Got it. But um, the 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 magic was like I would go to weddings and I would like get paid to show up and Whoa, yeah, you're I was a proper like magician. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, you know, super super on it. And there's a great ma- magician in England called Dynamo okay. who I used to really look up to. Great name for Incredibles one hero. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, you should pitch that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he was great. And I actually, he was opening a Adidas store. I just can't believe I kind of said that in the American way. Adidas. Adidas. Uh, yeah. Um, he was opening an Adidas store, Adidas store in in Westfields, and I went and I knew he was going to be there because that was his sponsor. And I showed all them. I showed magic to um, the guys, the security of the shop, and right. the people working the shop. And I kind of wowed them a bit. And they were like, do you want to meet Dynamo? And I was like, yes. So I got to meet him. And he was kind of, I was like meeting my idol at that point. And, you know, so I was 13 at the time, I think, when I did that. And then oh and then I gosh. carried on magic and I carried on breakdancing. And I did, just acting wasn't really in my head at that point. And then uh, eventually those two things. So I think I peaked with my dancing career when I was about 15. Right. I went and did the UDO World Champs. And I got placed second in breakdancing. And right. I was gutted that i didn't get first i mean of course second is amazing but you know and you know pit me to the post it was a canadian answer it's the first place loser (laughs) yes (laughs) that's what i that's what i would always be told um so no 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 it was you know uh yeah so i did that and then i kind of thought you know what it 
this is like this is hard it's, it's taxing on your body and yeah. i didn't think there was going to be loads of longevity and you know dancing, dancing forever so yeah i started doing the magic and doing that more and then through magic i got on all i um, oh, by this point i had switched agencies so i had so I, you'd gone from your person at the uh yeah. at the suit acting classes yes place. so i auditioned for this agency called sylvia young in london which are a kids um, agency, and they have a school, a full-time school that you can go. And how did you find them? How did you know where to look? I didn't go to the school, by the way. But I, um, so they were ve- they're they're so infamous. Well, they're they're famous in England for for they're, they're a famous school. They're yes. like a CAA here kind of. Oh no, it's a school. It's yeah, a school. it's a school. It's not an agency. But a lot but of they a lot agencies. of kids would come would come from come from it and right. um, do really well. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like you know it was famous place. And I, I just guess I looked at it and I don't really honestly couldn't tell you how I knew about it, but I was like, I think I want to audition for it, but okay. not for the school, but for the agency, even though I was, I think I was 13 and not like crazy about acting anymore, but I, I don't know. I honestly can't really explain why that happened, but it did. And I went up to London and I'd been watching this show called Misfits. This amazing UK course, show. Misfits. You know it? Iconic. Yeah, I had uh, so an great. audition for the American version. Did you really? I did. They did an American version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't remember what his name, but Ramsey from um, Game of Thrones, uh-huh. right? He, he was in Misfits. Yeah. Right? So I had an audition for the American version of him. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah, okay. but so then the, I don't the, think the it kind, left. The introverted guy. Yeah, and he was such a different person mm. than what. That's one of my favorite auditions I've ever had. Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? I was because I was so hyped because I loved the show. Oh, you loved the yeah, show. I loved Mister. I oh, only so watched the first fan. season. Only yeah. watched the first season. So season one and two is great. Yeah, and then I think it, in my opinion, it kind of didn't wasn't as great. It went off from what it was kind yeah, of. Yeah, I think. Well, I think you had like I think his name's Robert Sheehan. Is it? Sheehan? Yeah, the actor. Yeah, yeah, playing yeah. Nathan. He was done, wasn't he? He yeah, wanted to he go left. do other things. Yeah, yeah, and but he was great. But I took his monologue at the end of season one, so you right. know it. You know when he's on the roof yep. and he's like, "You're wearing cardigans and all that." And like, um, <laughs> I That's took good. that and I did that for my audition. And I showed up at this agency, and there was a panel of agents, and. Um, Everybody, every kid who was going up in front of me was doing like Oliver Twist or like, or not even not even that, maybe uh, Les Mis or like, you know, a, a great piece of theatre. And I was there with this Channel 4 show monologue. <laughs> like, I was sat there thinking, well, this isn't going to go my way. Right. Um, but I think the fact I went up there and did something different it worked you in stuck my favour. Yeah, Absolutely. it did. They told, and, and also, because it was quite... Um, an explicit monologue, there was a few swear words. One of the agents came up to me and he was like, um, just for future reference, if if, if uh, we were to put you up for auditions, would you do something like that or would you sort of tone it down? And I was like, oh yeah, no, no, I'd tone, tone it down, yeah, yeah. Like, of course, of course, because I kind of gathered by this, that point that it wasn't, that <laughs> wasn't like the, most the same thing. thing. I would just bleep out the things yeah. and change the words or whatever. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> He's scared of me. He's like, ooh, I take <laughs> I think you. they just thought like... <laughs> You know, I like you, but I, I'm scared of yeah, what you're going to go swear your head off in a <laughs> casting room. Um, but <laughs> so so one of those agents I am very close friends with to this day. Yeah. Matt, he's called great guy. And um, he, he's great. He's one of my closest friends. And he uh, he became my main agent there. Mm. It was really hard when I left that agency. But I, I kind of thought in my mind it was the right thing to do because I was 17 and they were they primarily were a kid's agency. And um I right. was growing up. You were just moving yeah, on. Yeah, in but, your, but yeah. I, I did it. I think he said that the fact I called him and spoke to him about it is the reason why we're like still friends because right. he did it in like a, you know, right. nice way. Um, but yeah, so I did that. That was in between. But so remember that little fact for this, you know, jumping ahead to jumping when I was 15. Ahead. 15. Uh, so I was doing magic and a lot of, there was this CBBC show called Friday Download, okay. which was a really cool little popular show on CBBC that I used to watch growing up as well. It was a bunch of presenters who were like this this friendly bunch of presenters who would do... It was like a magazine topic show is what they right. called it. So they would present... It was an hour long and it was like, this week on Friday Download, we've got this... The d- there's a dance segment and a joke segment and, you know, it was like... Just and a whole it, it bunch a, of... A, an audience of kids were there. It was a live audience and, you know... And uh, we got to interview people. So, like, Ariana Grande came on when I was there. And right. Then, and then she performed her song. It was a pr- she was promoting her thing. You know, her new, her y- brand new yeah. album at that point, yes. which she wasn't really known. Yeah, but yeah. because it was a popular show, like, you would get big people come through and try mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and would, like, promote their stuff on it. So it was... For the Brits. Y- yeah. And um, so, anyways, I... I uh, 
I think what happened, oh, my mom, I was like, I said to my mom, I want to get back into acting because I realized, damn, I had a good opportunity there. Yeah. I got lucky and got these great things just kind of put on my plate from a young age. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how hard it was to actually get into this industry, stay there. You know what I mean? Like, right. So I was like, damn, man, I wish I could go back to doing that stuff. So my mom was like, all right, well, you've still got your agent, Sylvia Young, which was the one I auditioned for when I was 13. Like, yep. you know, she emailed them on my behalf and was like, that show. Uh, she was like, George wants, I think she said something like, George would love to present and do Friday Download. <laughs> because they had kids on Friday Download. Mm-hmm. Sylvia Young represented a lot of the kids on Friday Download, right. the presenters. And so... So she had a suite in there. She's, she did. Yeah. And it was perfect timing. Uh, that's the thing. A lot of this came down to just right time, right place. Mm-hmm. Um, it was perfect timing because they said, oh, we're looking, we're actually looking for a new person to bring on. What right. can he do? And then my agent said, oh, he's a magician. He's a m- freaking magician. Yeah, and they said, oh my send, God. Off, send in a video. Yeah. And I think I still have this video on my old laptop, actually. So I did a piece to camera. I kind of set up the camera and um, did a trick. Yeah. And I talked to camera as if I was presenting at the same time. And they called me in for a meeting and I had a meeting. And then I got some guest slots, which was coming on and doing... Uh, like a little bit of magic. Five to ten, yeah, yeah. segments and... Uh, and then I teach the trick and it was my way, it was kind of my way into the show. And then, and then after doing a season of that, some, something happened where, um, one of the presenters on the show, one of the regulars, um, I think was like dropped from the show, Mm -hmm. um, for like reasons I probably shouldn't say. Got it. uh, (laughs) Look that up on your own. Yeah. Um, but so they had a, they had a spot, you know, and they were like, and then I remember the, the, the boss, Jeremy calling me in and saying, I want to give you a shot. I want you to be one of the presenters. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And at 15, you're trying to get back Mm. in. You're like, (gasps) this is, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I loved it. And I had some great time, great times on that show. Uh, I I loved it. It was great. And then we did, I did probably three or four seasons of that. Mm -hmm. Um, That's like a live taping show, right? mm -hmm. It's not like a script. It's it's like structured, Um, but but not scripted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Structured, but not scripted. And, you know, you had your earpiece and the producers would say, you know, ask you to say stuff oh. occasionally. yeah it was really cool and uh and then um uh, after when i was 16 i was like okay i'm kind of back in the game i can go audition again I'm you're like, excited you want to it. do yeah, it yeah i was more. doing tv I, was, I had a bit of a i had a little bit of a platform and you know so it was like it was a good time so i started auditioning and eventually i auditioned for this um disney show called evermore um and uh, I remember, I can remember being sat in the waiting room for that one. And it wasn't Sylvia. It was now yours. No, this yeah, is this still is Sylvia. Sylvia Young. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. she got you these auditions still, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The agency did. Got it. So Sylvia runs Sylvia Young. Yeah. But, um, there's like a whole group of agents. She there. got they you got the Evermore. Yeah. They got me in the room. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember being like, I just think I just sometimes you get an intuition of like this one could be the one could be the one. Right. You know? And I remember feeling really good about it. And I went in and straight away I met the whole team. It was like, you know, they were, it was the showrunner was seeing people. And I did about three, four auditions. Uh, I ended up with a chemistry read. And um, and then... Uh, Is that average? Like when, cause so yeah, it sounds had, about average. Yeah, you get a couple, you get what, two, three auditions, and then you Depends. get a chemistry read? Happens differently. I, I knew someone who booked... Uh, a big series reg on a show of one self-tape right and a skype call so you know it's different for everyone but in my experience it's mostly been three four auditions sometimes a chemistry read you know i've only had like an offer from i think the i think i did two rounds is like the lowest i've ever done right yeah because that's what i did for grownish right yeah was a self-tape they sent it back and said do these notes did the self tape again and then you and came back chem- and did the, test, right? the chemistry read oh, you did the uh, with chemistry. uh with the lead uh with Yara mm. and then I was done. Mm. I thought they were I guess that's three rounds really. I guess so, right? Yeah. Because yeah, they saw it an and initial tape, like, okay. there's notes and a, re- a call back and yeah. a chem read. Yeah. yeah. So I was just wondering because I haven't had I've had I think one other callback mm. one time mm. and uh, I just get so fascinated with how many rounds you go through still. Yeah. And it just, I feel each time I've come back, mm. it's just a lot more relaxing yeah. because the material then sinks in and this kind of stuff. And I haven't, of course, small sample size. Like I said, I haven't been called back mm-hmm. too many times, but it's a lot more relaxing going on to the next things because you're so familiar with the material and then it's just easier to play with after that. And yeah, 
is out. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely an element of it. Sometimes you can come back in with like, oh my god, they've called me in. This is bigger, better deliver more pressure. Sometimes it's more pressure. Um, I've got better at callbacks for sure from just doing a lot of them now. Right, but um, yeah, I think I think I think I'm more feeling what you feel now, whereas I feel more relaxed in them. Mm-hmm. And you've just got to remember these people are just people. Yeah, these people trying to hire you are just people. Like. I thought of something when was I was doing another I think I was just on one of my walks mm. and of course I think I've also heard this from a lot of coaches when I was in university yeah. and and uh, but they would always say like I'm here to offer something that you may want mm. or you might not want oh oh here it is is I I thought in my head is like I'm just offering some help if you'd like some help then you know people are they're they're kind of looking for help because they're looking yeah. for to, to to cast someone and they are looking for some help because they can't do it on their own and i thought to myself yeah i'm just offering my help to someone who may need it and they might not want the kind of help that i have mm. but that doesn't kind of de- um derail what you know the my uh how would I say this? my value yeah. exactly the value of my help mm, like i'm course. just offering what i have yeah and if you like people do that all the time people ask for help all the time mm. and sometimes you get you get help sometimes you don't yeah so that's kind of how i thought of a, uh, of it the other day um rephrasing what coaches would say well they just want you to succeed mm. they do and i was like okay yeah. well that I'm again. I'm trying to always restructure it so that there's less pressure less on pressure the person. Because again, when you say I want you to succeed, that still brings they, it back they, to that. I well, have to do something. Some, you've got to deliver. I have know? to deliver, and yeah. I have to be this kind of thing that so mm. that they want me to succeed. And if I don't succeed, then I, I fail. To be that, yeah. right? So I just kind of think, well, hey, I'm just offering my help, and this is what I have to offer. And if mm. they don't need my help, then that's fine. I think that's a great way of looking at it, and yeah. that's very similar to how like Brian Cranston, his ethos in his book. Really great book, and if like if anyone does listen who wants to like get into acting and is in like is in yeah <laughs> is in uh is in like you know like, i think that is a great book for like anyone beginning in the or even not even beginning in the industry but i think more so if you're beginning i think it's called a life in parts or something but he 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 talks about um about that he says when you go into an audition mm-hmm. you're just there to show them what you can do and and you're gonna you're doing your job you know you, you you're just showing them uh, him saying it not as good as he would say as it. he said yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, it's kind of a similar a similar thing to you. He goes mm-hmm. in there, he commits to his choices. He said, I think what stood out to me is he, he was like, if he wants the casting director sta- to stand up for the scene, he'll tell you, ask them to. You know, yeah, he'll really absolutely. just give them his version of of this character, and this is it. If you like it, then great. If if not, then that's my. And I think that's a great way of keeping integrity in your work too, because then you're staying true to what you want to do with the role. Yeah, and you you can walk away going, well, I did my thing. You yeah. know. I like that actually a lot because I had an audition where, um, you know, they, they come in and they basically, sometimes they say things, sometimes they don't really say a whole lot. Mm. So you're just kind of standing there to start. Yeah. And so I had a situation where I was auditioning for a film and I just sat down and they didn't really say anything. And I just got in and sat in this chair in like a very weird way. And they're like, let's start, let's go. And mm. instead of, you know, the way that I usually feel like, okay, you're ready. Like, mm. is this how, is this where you want? I'm always, I used to always try and accommodate what there, is this where you want me? Do you mm. want me to stand here? Is this a good spot? Yeah. Like this kind of thing. Instead this try time. And please them. Exactly. And I just went in with my choice, very feeling like I, I was ready for the, this audition. And I had a great time, even though I didn't get it. Mm. I just went in, sat in, did my thing. And mm. I think that's like a really good way to go in, go in about it. You know, I think so. Yeah. I think it's kind of the best thing you can do. Obviously, keep an open mind and stay collaborative. You, they ha- might you have to be great flexible notes. as well. Yeah. They might give you some great notes that will go, oh, yeah, I didn't think of the character that way. Absolutely. But I think it is very important to come in with a choice, mm-hmm. stick to it, and do it. And Yeah. Because yeah. then, then you can walk away feeling, you know, all right. Like you said, you did your thing. Satisfied. Like yeah, I, and, you, and you enjoyed yeah. it, right? Yeah. Like there's a whole bunch. There's quite a few auditions where I've gone in. I've ha- I had a blast. Mm. And I would say I literally, I, I actually don't act care whether or not mm. I, 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 I get it. On a surface level, of mm. course, I would love to get everything that I go in for in yeah. a sense. But on the surface level, I was just like, you know, I had a great time. Yeah. And I'm going to put this in the past now. And if I don't get it, then great. I had a great time here and I wasn't feeling stressed. And I wasn't yeah. feeling like I uh, super worried about whether or not mm. I was going to get it during the audition or not. 
So great. I think mm. those are those are some it's of my a really healthy place to be. Yeah, at, for sure. And that's what I definitely felt for Gronish when I went came here. Did you? I did. Yeah. For because I had worked on it so much mm. uh, with my coach with the self tape that when I came here, also helped. I didn't even know. Unfortunately, I didn't know who the lead was. I knew who right. she, I knew who her face was, oh, like kind of vaguely. Yeah, it helps though, doesn't it? Because then you then you don't go into that room with that perception of who you think they are. Exactly, and you're not putting them on a pedestal. They're yeah. just another person. Yeah, you know, and exactly. they'd probably rather you see them that way. Yeah, absolutely. And that help that helps you out. You know, it's win win for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Again, so what what would you say would be where would someone go? If they're looking for an agency, I got a question the other mm. day and they said, how can I tell if an agency's scam or not? How can, how can you tell if they're a scam? Mm-hmm. Because I, and you know what? I haven't experienced this personally, mm. but I think their perception, sorry, what my perception is, is, oh, they think there's a scam because, you know, you hear stories mm. of, and I don't know first person stories. I hear through internet or like mm. through movies, yeah. right? I hear yeah. like, oh, they're, they're scammy and they're gonna yeah. make you pay for things or something like yeah. that, right? Like, is that mm. a real, have you experienced that? I have not experienced it. I've been very lucky with agents and yeah. managers and right now I'm, I feel like I've got an amazing team. That right. I'm like so happy with, but uh, yeah, sure. I've heard about things happening, but uh, I think what you've got to do, if you're worried about it being a scam, yeah. just think, well, is this my gut feeling or is this, am I just worried about that? And it's, I usually think always go with your gut as well, yeah. by the way. Um, but research, you know, look at the agency, mm-hmm. look at their client list, uh, who's working, what have their clients done? Okay, well, then they're probably trustworthy or, hmm, mm, this still looks a little bit dodgy. Uh, okay, well, if we're going to work together with this agent, what do you want? Oh, you want me to sign something? What kind of contract is this? Right. Is it going to tie me in for like eight years or what is it? Um, if you've got to pay for stuff, then definitely think, right, that's probably not. Right? You don't, yeah. if you have to pay for something off the top, that is not, that's not, that's it. not a thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think that's how it works. They make money when you make money. Yeah. They make money when you make money. Sure. You have to invest in getting good headshots and stuff, but that's, you know, that's all done with the photographer. That's not exactly. pay us. And then we'll sort, I, I exactly. think that, I think that's when it starts to look a bit. That's when people dodgy. start to think, oh, is that. Yeah. When when they say, well, you have to go get a headshot and mm. you have to go do this. And I think that's whether they are, I think you're going to have to, you will have to do that will, yeah. with any agency that you course, go for. Yeah. Let, so And it's good to go to these agencies with that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Anyways. If you don't have a reel, yeah. this is a great question. Mm. Some people don't, they don't know. Um, so f- if we're looking for agencies, yeah. you can just, I think you can just Google your city agencies managers you can yeah. and then also think of the very big cities whatever country that you're in mm. if you have a big city you know like if you're north if you're north america that's la new york mm. atlanta toronto vancouver mm. those are the main kind of places but uh, people in the uk as well you know if you hit the london, big ones like yeah. london and manchester manchester that's kind of it i have a lot of fans who uh or a lot of followers who ask because they live in africa okay and I, I, so I, I can't wait to talk to someone who has maybe, l- who lived in Africa and yeah. then got out of Africa, um, or someone who's in Africa, literally making things in Africa. Yeah. Right. Like what? So, I, I'm not sure. I think the best tool that they will have, because if they're messaging me, then they have internet somewhere. Right. Is to just look up what's nearest them and yeah. what's financially capable for them yeah. to, to to look up, and what kind of an industry there is too. Exactly. What the industry. What 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 you could offer in that industry as well. So you moved, did you move from Essex to London? Yeah, moved from Essex to London. Was, was that because 16. that's where all the... No, it wasn't actually. I, I, I was always commuting, but um, uh, my f- my family wanted to move. My It was my dad really. He was like, yeah. look, he, would, he had been commuting to London for his job for like 20 odd years or right. something. And he was like, I'm sick of this. I mean, we're just going go to go to London. Let's just move. And he walks to work now, which is great. But hey. yeah, but moving to London was amazing and it, and it did help. It, it totally helped me with my career. Cause I got, when I moved to London, I actually got a London agent, um, who I'm still with now. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're just, they're so good. Um, and again, you looked them up or you no, knew or someone see, gave a was, reference. Yeah. My, uh, a manager I had, uh, my previous manager put me in touch with them got it and then i met with them and mm-hmm. you know they're great and um yeah so that was how that happened that that often is once you've got the ball rolling and you've got people in your team then, then you've you then know, you can kind of help you right right um that's just the biggest question that i get is really? from people who who aren't in it 
mm. and they want to get in it, but they don't have they haven't, don't have their foot in the door yet. They don't. Ha- they haven't done anything yet either. Mm. You know, they haven't. Um, so what I do is when people send me, hey, how do I start acting? Hey, can you get me on the show? Mm. The first thing I do is go to their Instagram page yeah. or look up their YouTube or look up their name. Mm. And when I see that there's like nothing yeah. there, right, They've and they want to yeah. start, um, the biggest thing I say is, well, I think that if you are in, I think this is going to tie into another question I'm going to ask, mm. but... Do you think that if you are starting from zero now, today, that the more that you have on any kind of platform so that people can see who you are and mm. what they're signing and who they're willing to, mm. do you think that uh, has any value? I think so, for sure, yeah. I think what, like, you mean, like, having your work up Well, because, like, how do you even start a reel, right? Yeah. Like, how do you have a reel to bring to someone to say, hey, I will sign you? How do you, do you just go to, um, do if, you just go to well, an agency and say, here's my headshot? I think, no, I think, I mean, maybe for some people, like, like we said, it's different for everyone, but I think if yeah. you are in one of those big cities, there are websites and places that you can go to look up student short films. So like a friend of mine. Ah, I love student yeah, films because it's free. Have, you you can, d- and yeah. you can have fun on them too. Like yeah. I, I, a friend of mine did um, a short film. I think it was kind of like through a course he was doing or something like that. And then an agent saw him in the film and reached out to him and offered him representation. Yeah. And then through that agency, he booked quite a, quite a good job actually. So, um, you Did know, you do I any of that? Did what, you did you have a chance to do any student random student films that uh, just like going to them I've for made, free? I made a lot of like home, like I made a lot of stuff with my sister. Together. Right. Okay. We edit it together. Nice. We edit it. Yeah, we've we've made some funny stuff together that, that like is just for us, you know. Yeah. Um, well, that's good practice too. Yeah, and we did make a short film recently that she produced. I directed it. Yeah. And we got it into uh, we got it into a festival. Hey. Yeah. But but um, you know, I think I learned a lot on that doing that because I haven't. It was the first time I'd been behind the camera where I was working with people that I had just brought onto the project, right. who I didn't know, you know. But they they were like, Ooh. so yeah. It, so um, it I, I guess to answer, I guess I kind of have done bits of that, right? But not, re- I haven't really done a lot of um, stuff like that. Yeah. But really. if you, what about so you? Have it's you? I I auditioned a few times. So when I moved out to Vancouver, again, I moved from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, yeah. to Vancouver, Canada, because mm. there is nothing, not nothing but very little of the stuff that I wanted to do in mm. Edmonton to Vancouver. That's kind of what it's I... It's a theater d- scene, right? It was. It's a big theater scene, mm. huge fringe, second biggest fringe in the world, second to, uh, in Scotland, Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, so I'm, it, I did plenty of theater out there. I did theater in New Jersey as well. But oh, yeah. the shows that I wanted to be on, very CW, I wanted mm. that kind of stuff. Mm. And I wanted more... I love... Like, um, very poppy and fun shows. Mm. And that was Vancouver. Yeah. So the biggest thing, one of the biggest things that I recommend to people is to move if they have the ability yeah, to yeah. move and live within, you know, reasonable means. Mm. Um, if, if it's like super expensive to go and move, literally move to a city where the jobs are. I think that's going to give you a best shot. I do. Right, because so. that's where it, it's all happening, mm-hmm. and you know, it, you sure self tapes are big. People are getting jobs off of self tapes left yeah. and right, and but if y- you something just, you about just, being in it and being you open yourself up to the opportunities. Yeah. Not like you're gonna get self tapes there too. Mm. I've done self tapes here, mm. and you're, uh, you're in Los meet, Angeles. You're gonna meet people and have a connection with them. They're gonna remember you. Like it's and definitely a, important because yeah. a lot of the things that you went through is because you knew someone mm. and then the person that exactly. you knew knew someone like that's how you went almost yeah. from every single thing pretty much um, yeah it was like that until I hit about mm, well after Evermore finished and right. then I struggled to like book another job for a while you did yeah that was the first time I was like oh it made me question everything because I was like I thought I was good at this like why Why the because like, because what I was used to was g- 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 things coming along kind of smoothly yeah it, and they weren't i was like it was and it was first time i was like, oh. challenged in that area so what did you do what is like I what i did in the end well for a while i was stubborn i was like no something's gonna come like you know I was like, and then uh someone recommended recommended me acting coach and i was like i remember at the time being like thinking it was insulting or something ah yeah, yes which it totally is not and i think no I was it's not. so like small-minded back then for thinking that but it just you know it's what i thought at the time I love going to coach, co- to a coach, and I love going to, you know, 
a, cl- a good class um, or just workshopping with people. You know, that's the fun. That's the like where you're creating stuff. Mm-hmm. I've grown to love that. I've grown to love grown that stuff. <laughs> a lot. Um, but so I, I ended up seeing an amazing coach called Dee Cannon, who is great. She so good. And um, it, it changed my acting. It changed the way I looked at acting. Mm-hmm. It changed my acting. It gave me a bit of a technique. I hadn't had a technique gave before. Gave you new, fresh stuff. It did. It really did. And it made me go. I think that for me, f- for me, that was, the, that was from where I went from being kind of like a child actor to taking it more seriously and getting into it as an adult. I mean, mm-hmm. I was on the cusp of probably like turning 18 at that point. Sure. And so I did that. And um, I really think if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be here. I think I, think I had to grow. And um, I think that challenging time and then doing that was like perfect. Um, so I'm grateful for all that. Really grateful. For so that. another thing that I advise people is to mm. go and take classes. Yeah. Because totally. some people, again, some people, there's so there's, there's huge spectrums of way that people do things, but some people get signed like right off the bat. You yeah. know, they get found in marketplaces. They get found on YouTube. Mm. or And that's a whole other thing that we can talk about. Yeah. Um, or, you know, they get found by friends, suggested by mothers. But I think if you can start or at any point in your career, if you can get into a class, mm. you're only going to be, you know, you're only going to be learning more yeah. and you're going to be meeting totally. people. Yeah. Like that's and watching such a people and watching, and watching people, people, people take notes. That, that, that's a really cool thing. Right. Watching people do be there on stage, doing the performance, seeing the teacher, give them notes and um, something they say triggers some sort of change in that person on stage and they do it again you're like fuck that was better yeah like, right you, yeah, yeah yeah you know i think that's really cool i love that and i love feeling that because you when you feel that you've done it right or that yeah you've hit something you've hit this note well like it's a great feeling it's a great yeah, feeling feel it inside you yeah you know? yeah it's really cool yeah and i so i think that is another good point though if you're gonna get into it and you do a class that's gonna teach you if you like it or not very quickly and um, and but then again, saying that there are, all, I've done, cl- I've done one class in particular. I really didn't like. I really didn't enjoy it. I didn't have a good time. That's literally what I was, I was going to say. Really? Was that because I? So I went to university for uh, three years uh, at the University of Alberta, mm. and, and you did that year. And in I did, New Jersey, right? and I did, I did three summers in New Jersey, right? And but which was chock full of classes each, each sing every single year. Shakespeare. Uh, lot. It was Shakespeare Theater oh. of New Jersey, so it was all Shakespeare. <laughs> That was that when I had my blonde hair was actually my final year in the University of Alberta. We did Twelfth Night, and I was a twin, and the other twin was blonde. So I accommodated because it's easier for me to dye my hair blonde than for uh, someone who has long hair Mm. to, you know, do the whole thing. Mm. Um, but with all the classes I took, I learned, and that's what got me into going to Vancouver. I learned what I liked and what I didn't like. Yeah what I like to perform and what I didn't like to perform, mm. what I like to watch and what I didn't like to watch. And that's when I was in university. That's when I decided I wanted to do it full time. And that's when I said to myself is I, I love, I love doing theater, but what I think is going to be even more fun is doing shows mm. and doing movies mm. because I like the, I, I'm a very, entertainment based kind of performer Mm. if anything i would say like i like to perform more than i like to act right Right. so like when i think of when i think of some of my favorite shows like i went and saw rocky in in broadway and one of my favorite moments of all time in anything of in an entertainment aspect was because that the the rocky uh like the boxing movie they turned it into a musical right they pulled the the ring at the very end of the the theater or of uh, the show, and they pulled it over top oh, wow. of the center of the audience, and everyone had kind of moved away oh, from wow. there. And they pulled it into the audience, what, so now you're sitting the in the audience watching the fight. Oh, that's cool. And it's things like that. Mm. It's like so that's why I don't mind that movies now are heading to more like they feel theme parky because mm. uh, Martin Scorsese said like all the uh, Marvel movies are s- seeming like it's like a theme park. Mm. You know, it has no substance. Is kind of yeah, what he yeah, was saying. Yeah, interesting, but. I also, I, I agree, but I also don't say it in a you negative way. You don't think way. it's bad. I don't yeah. think it's a negative thing. No, yeah. Because you go to the theater for like big, huge events and stuff mm. like that to be surrounded by that mm. kind of a world. And I love that. And I kind of went on a tangent. I don't know why I was mm. talking about this anymore. But um, but when, when I'm at home, mm. that's when I'll watch things 
that really suck you in something yeah. like a social network something like um uh, this is one of my favorite movies that Adam Driver did, Patterson. These things that you can sit home and really when, just... When did that come out? Patterson came yeah. out two years ago. Okay. Um, and it's just, he's a bus driver in New Jersey, ah, but wow. he's also a poet. Ah. And it's, it the movie, there's no, nothing happens in the movie that... It's, it's like a character study rather than it, a plot-driven movie. It's, yeah. It, it's, you know how you're always waiting... You're not always waiting, but in a movie, there is an initial incident that changes mm. things. Mm. And then the initial incident happened towards 10 minutes left into the movie. That's what I would say. Wow. The initial incident, the, the, the catalyst, the, the for, catalyst for any whatever. change yeah, yeah, yeah. happened with 10 minutes left in the movie. Yeah. So you're just watching this character, Adam Driver's character, live. Mm. And you're waiting for conflict or you're waiting for something to happen and there, nothing happens. And now watching that in a movie theater is like, sure, it would be entertaining mm. and it would be big, but I wouldn't even say like entertaining. It's like, it's you like it's, to go to, if you're going to the movie, if I'm going to a movie, the reason they have big IMAX mm. speakers is because I want to be blown out of the seats. Mm. They have vibrating seats. What's the point of those seats? Yeah. Those big thick seats. Right. If you're not going there for, yeah. for a and whole it's ride. It's fun going to the movies with you because I love seeing the enjoy the, the joy on your you face. You see me, I'm literally you on the it. edge yeah, of I my seat yeah, and yeah. I move and yeah. I sit up. And, and it also, if it's a movie that's a bit pants, we share a few looks then. You're Absolutely. Like, You'll literally on, see me yeah, sit yeah. back in my yeah, seat yeah, yeah, because tell. I'm not sucked you in. You do do that actually. Like you, you, If you're really enjoying it, you sit on the edge of it. You're not even laying yeah. back. You're like, no. Yeah, but that's different cool. for everyone. Yeah. So I just, but I, I, do, I, I, yeah. I, I appreciate that as well. Mm -hmm. Like that I love, and I love going to movies to be, to the movie theater to be entertained like in that way right. too. But then I also do like going to like a smaller, like smaller theater. And yeah. And just watching something kind of a bit more like a know. festival. Yeah. I, li right? I like that too. Like it depends what you're in the mood for. Right. It's, you know, so, which is why it's interesting. <laughs> We've gotten a whole thing, but yeah. why the Joker? I think, I think this started. Where did it start? What are we this talking started about? With class, and you were like, "Classes teach me how." Because, okay, like. so I'm gonna circle back on but that just in case I forget. Like. Well, no, we'll talk about Joker some other time because now we it's it's nice. We're almost at the end wow. of our time okay. here, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the reason the reason for taking class is because I found out what I liked, and I like those big mm. big movies, and that's not exactly what's in Edmonton very some things happen in calgary um which is near edmonton but vancouver's where you get the bigger cooler stuff yeah and if you want to be where more of your stuff is or sorry if you want to be in what you like you need to go i think it only helps to go where that stuff is yeah totally so then at least you're yeah. gonna get an answer whether it's you know gonna work for you or whether you like it or not again well. you try it and yeah. if you get to try it and you do then then yeah I then think you can decide whether you like it or not totally and that's that's taking action i think that's one of the most important things you can do is just take you take have to action. do you got to do it even if even if it doesn't work out you take action you find out you know and yeah 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 mm. that's yeah you've given a lot of really good answers mm. just kind of where people start gone through my kind of story actually in terms of like that thoroughly and doing it on like podcast or anything really and it's cool because i don't know you're uh and of course you don't have to say anything but uh you're gonna be yeah, we can talk about it yeah you yeah, can yeah, 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 yeah because yeah. so also <laughs> I, did i even say your name ever George Sear. I know I didn't say your last name, <laughs> I'm but, not sure, but guys, it doesn't we're, matter. We're 58 <laughs> minutes in and I haven't said George's <laughs> name. George Sear is going to be in the uh, Disney Plus show yeah. version of I Love Simon. I love Simon. Yeah. Which right. is coming up. And yeah. in all due respect to yourself and to myself, people have no real clue what mm. Gronish is. People will know what I Love Simon is. Mm. And some people may know you here in the States, but I think this, this is such a cool, yeah. big opportunity for you because Definitely. Disney Plus is such a huge platform. Mm -hmm. People all over Canada, States, and around the world are going to get Disney Plus. Yeah. And I think it's gonna, it's so exciting for you. Very because exciting. Yeah. yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah. And so... And we're, uh, have, we're having a great time filming and it And having well. a great time. An amazing time. Yeah, it's great. Really good. Is that coming out literally when the when Disney Plus... I don't think it's coming out on the launch. I right. don't know. They haven't got like an official date, so I don't want to say anything in case it's wrong. Right. But um, yeah, just keep an eye out for it. I guess. Yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Well, yeah. on my Instagram, I'm sure you guys will see that I usually post those kind of things on my stories. That's cool. Like when I'm watching yeah, things yeah, yeah, and I'll yeah. post it as like, oh, I'm watching blah, blah, And I'll get to see George because yeah. I haven't seen your stuff since we started 
um, since mm. since we since we started since we started our friendship <laughs> yeah. since we became friends I haven't seen anything that you've done um, oh, yeah. freshly yeah yeah true you know what I mean yeah so like um, I know that there's I want to watch that uh, one where you're that villain yeah Alex Ryder is which that, is coming out next year and see it's not even out yet that's no, who why I'm knows. So I don't know when that's this. coming out yet but that was a fun role very fun role and yeah. Uh, yeah and then Reef is coming out next year as well I think which is keep an eye out for that one yeah. <laughs> well, you for giving your insight because so many people just want to figure out how to start. Mm. And I think people have to also realize it's not just a one overnight thing. It's not. You no. have to really put in a lot of time. You do. And yeah. it's, 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 you know, in all due res- respect to everyone, you have to put in the time of mm. grinding and finding out what you want and submitting yourself to everyone yeah. and going, um, giving yourself the best opportunities. You, need, and you need persistence. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's really the key. Yeah. 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 So persistence and willing to grow with the challenges, I guess, you know, find what you like. Mm, It's one of my favorite things. Find what you like. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, that's George Sear. On uh, any really fun. You had a good time? Yeah, I had a great chat. Hey. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe we'll, because c- we also don't live too far away from each other. Don't. Maybe we, yeah. can, we can, um, next time we can just kind of talk about like movies or whichever. Because yeah. we see movies frequently. We do. Well, like, I don't think we have time to talk about the Joker I don't today. Think I, think, I think we need more time <laughs> to go into that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we can, yeah, kind of talk about movies that we like. Because I also find it interesting too. Mm. I always wanted to do movie reviews, but you know, in the position that we're in, we just have to be very careful. Of course, of yeah. How you we don't, you don't want to offend anybody. You don't want to like. Yeah, well, you, you know, just because you know. You want to be respectful. People you want to be respectful. You, know, you want to be honest. Movies coming but out, people put a line to that. Yeah, into making that movie. Exactly. But you want to be honest. You're right. You, you know, you want to be honest too, just because you don't want to put on a fake face of how. Uh, that you're like you li- you like everything because yeah. we don't. So you, you you're not gonna yeah. like everything. Yeah. But you can always respect what someone's done and all that kind of stuff. For sure. So well, thanks for being here, thanks George. For, thanks for having me on. On the <laughs> Anything and Everything podcast with Hey, it's me, Jordan Buhat, and uh, we'll catch you guys later, everyone later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>